What do I do for a living? That's a good question. Um, a lot of people ask me that. Well, I've dabbled in a number of things. Um, broadcast media, TV, radio, um, art, illustration. But somehow I got into writing, and mainly writing uh, exhibits. Of course, I'd like to dive into underwater photography, but it seems I gravitate toward writing. But I don't even really consider myself a writer. All I have to do is pick up a copy of the New York Times, and I wonder why I even bother writing, because their writing is so good. So let's say I'm an educator, and that's what people tell me. I'm an educator, and um, I, I guess uh, you'd call it a lifelong, lifelong learning. The impetus behind this book was just a fascination with venomous creatures and that kind of adaptation where some animals have gone from the tooth and claw adaptations to basically chemical warfare and very powerful chemicals and very complex cocktails of, of venom. But what really interested me uh, was, uh, was when I, f I found a cone snail one night in the Red Sea and I started seeing articles written about it, mainly from out of the University of Utah and as it turns out, uh, there's a, a, a professor there, a scientist, uh, Baltimero Oliveira, from the Philippines, and he was fascinated with, with cone snails. So he was looking at some of the peptides. Peptide, of course, being a simple protein, basically a short protein, and the bioactive effects it has on the nervous system. Then there's a student, this, uh, the just graduated from high school, was going to go to the University of Utah, but he was just barely out of high school. And the summer after high school, he isolated this one peptide that is now a drug uh, called Prealt, and it's used for people who cannot tolerate morphine. So I'm interested in a new generation of analgesics and other medicines uh, that come from venoms but I'm also interested in any kind of biomimicry, and I think I'll, I'll be talking about that too, where biomimicry, basically stealing nature's uh, trade secrets that have been around for, what, 3.8 billion years, uh, that's, that's what I'm most interested in. I have met a lot of them. Um, in fact, I met a rattlesnake right down here in, uh, in Orange County a few years ago. Um, almost stepped on it with my sandals. So I, I live a charmed life. But I've met a lot of marine creatures that are venomous. I found them to be quite passive. And I like the idea of saying, uh, respect them and leave them alone. So when I intentionally get close to a rattlesnake, I usually keep about 150, about 15 feet at least. And if I'm photographing and I use a telephoto, but in the ocean, you'll see people doing things that, for example, I was in the Philippines and on the first dive, the dive master decided to play with a banded sea snake, which, sea crate, which is at least, if not more so, more powerful, a venom than uh, most cobras. And they're, they're very um, non-aggressive, and that they say their mouths are so small that they would, it's unlikely they would bite you. I don't believe it. 
I don't mess with banded sea snakes. They'll approach you sometimes very close when you're photographing, and I just watch them and let them do their thing. Uh, stonefish. Um, one time I was uh, diving, I was snorkeling with my wife in Grand Cayman, and I wanted to show her a harmless sea jelly, so I picked it up. It wasn't harmless. It was some siphonophore related to the Portuguese man of war, and yow, that hurt. Um, so I, I have made mistakes. Um, fortunately, I've, my injuries are only bites. Alligator, penguin, moray eel, never been seriously stung. I'm most concerned about ocean acidification. And the reason I am is that the effects of more acidified seawater with uh, uh, carbonic acid, is it? I guess carbonic acid. Um, eating away at the bottom of the food chain. Even some types of plankton, nanoplankton, we probably don't even know about. And when the bottom of the food chain collapses, that's what I'm really concerned about. Even more than, say, sea level rise, that's a whole other problem. But again, I think people are getting smarter and smarter about this. I think if we don't take action really fast, next 10 years, who knows? But I trust, I trust the kids will look upon our generation and say we can do better.